Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday the 9th of November. Today, Australia is set to return to a once-forgotten cricketing land, the AFL bans a test over fears of body shaming, and a rugby league hard man turned boxer puts on a clinic at his fight press conference. But first... New York City, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps. And yesterday, Madison de Rosario's personal playground. This is her first race since Tokyo, coming from Australia. Madison de Rosario, Staten Island Central Park. And now she is going to win the race through New York and become the TCS New York City Marathon champion, won by a second in Tokyo and much more room here in this one. If you remember, the Aussie athlete earlier this year claimed Paralympic gold by one second in the Tokyo Marathon. Into the straight, pushing strongly. Di Rosario still in front. Shah coming at her. I don't think she's going to get there. She's not. Madison Di Rosario takes the gold in the marathon. But yesterday, Di Rosario enjoyed a far greater margin in her New York City triumph, finishing almost three minutes ahead of runner-up Tatiana McFadden. 27-year-old Di Rosario led for the entire second half of the race and described the experience of being out in front and not knowing how close the next athlete is as stressful. I'm freaking out, man. Di Rosario became the first Aussie woman ever to win the race and the victory means now she has claimed two of the six marathon majors adding New York to her victory in London in 2018. Why won't you do it properly? Are you not a little bit embarrassed to sit there in front of these three blokes in front of you? earn probably 10 times the amount of money they're going to earn and fight two-minute rounds? Is that not a little bit embarrassing to you? Paul Gallon, the former rugby league hard man, is now a legit boxer, getting ready for his 14th fight. But as he demonstrated yesterday at the press comments for his next fight against Manly forward Josh Alloway, he's become really good at building hype for a fight. It's just been frustrating. I mean, he's a guy who, from day one, has said he's grown up with boxing, he's been boxing since he could walk. Uh, he's even said he's got more experience than me. Anyone who knows anything about boxing knows that he will win the fight. Yet he's got three guys down here sitting in front of him. He's going to earn more money than on, a, on Friday, on the Friday the 10th of December. He's going to earn more money than three, these three guys down there. He's fighting two minute rounds. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to the sport. He sat there a moment ago and said that he wants to do the right thing by the sport and look like a boxer. We'll do the right thing by the sport and fight the three minute rounds. That's the right thing by the sport. Do it properly. If you're going to do it, do it properly. As you can hear, Gallon's main point of contention with his opponent is that Alawai refuses to fight three-minute rounds, with the bout scheduled to be eight two-minute rounds instead. So, Mr. Alawai, how do you respond? Were you embarrassed in the three or four fights that you you done two-minute rounds? Yeah, I was. And I, I was, and I blew up every time. But the difference between you and them opponents were they weren't at the start saying, you've boxed since you could walk, you're, the, you're better boxer than me. You've got you've got more experience than me. Those words come out of your mouth. You have more ring experience than me. I may have had more fights, but you've got more experience. Those words come out of your mouth. So if you're so good and you've got so much experience, why are we fighting two-minute rounds for? <laughs> He's hoping Alawai's in-ring response is better than his press conference. There is a hot new couple in the cricket world. So hot right now. Australia and Pakistan are the new it couple of the game. Firstly, the two countries are set to meet later this week in a T20 World Cup semi-final that is sure to be a blockbuster. But more significantly, yesterday, Cricket Australia announced that for the first time since 1998, the Aussies are going back to Pakistan. Oh, boys! I'm back! 
CAA confirmed a seven-match tour for next year that will be made up of three tests, three one-days and a T20 match in March and April 2022. The tour will mark the first time Australia has played on Pakistan soil since a fellow by the name of Mark Taylor had a Sir Don Bradman equaling day out. And he gets it through, so Mark Taylor will bring up his 300. He raised his left fist in exhilaration, and why wouldn't he? And now he shows some emotion that he hadn't showed before. The Australian skipper brings up 300 in a test match. He's hoping someone in the baggy green can emulate Taylor's efforts when they tour in 2022. Later this month, the AFL will hold its national draft, where hundreds of young men will be hoping that their footballing dreams will come true and that their skills and speed and athleticism will be deemed worthy of a spot on a senior AFL list. But this year, as opposed to previous drafts, there will be one key difference. What, you put on a little weight? A little weight? Does this look like a little weight to you? This year, the league has banned skinfold testing of the draftees over fears of body shaming. The skinfold test uses calipers to pinch certain parts of the body to assess a player's body fat percentage. AFL sources have confirmed the tests, which essentially measure body fat, are now off limits due to well-being grounds. And it's a decision that has got plenty of criticism from retired players such as Matthew Richardson and Kane Corns, as well as Sydney Swans list manager Kinnear Beetson, who believes that the testing is part and parcel of being a professional footballer. If they were going to go back and do the skinfold readings, Perhaps those readings have to go to a qualified dietitian, similar to how we do it with the medicals. One of the things about playing elite sport is the whole thing's challenging. I mean, <laughs> you rock up at pre-season training and, you, and you're going to be put through a 2K time trial or you're going to be put through a beat test. That's part and parcel of it, and no-one's forcing you to do it. Beatson speaking to SEN Radio there yesterday, and I've got to say, you're preaching to the choir here, can you? I wish the only thing that stopped me from being a professional footballer was my skin fault. But in truth, it was my lack of ability and my skin fault. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for Tuesday the 9th of November. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.